What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. It's your boy, Scott, here, back in the house one more time. Just got done recording this awesome episode with Buffalo and Legs from the epic show False Reality Check. It's a super great conversation. Like, this is one of my favorite conversations that I've had because it's very solution-focused, you know? Um, I really want that to be an ongoing theme of the show is talking about solutions in various different ways. And Buffalo and Legs are doing the deal, man. They got out of California. They moved to Idaho. They're, they're, they're building their own... They're building their own better, as we always like to say, right? They're they're starting their own business. They're getting chickens. They're doing the deal, man. So so they're crushing, crushing, and it's so cool to see. So anyway, guys, uh, really hope you enjoy the conversation. But real quick before we get there, I just want to tell you about some business real quick. So head over to rebunked.news. That's the website. You can find links to find all the different video platforms, audio platforms that we're on. Um, basically Rockfin, Odyssey, BitChute, and then all your podcast players. Um, at the bottom of the page, you'll see different ways to support the show. So if you like the show uh, and feel like supporting it, there's various different links, you know, PayPal, Cash App, all that good stuff. Um, working on a t-shirt shop, I definitely got some ideas for uh, a new t-shirt store, so stay tuned for that. Um, let's see. Also, you'll see all the links to the social media platforms. So telegram, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. Hop in there, get in on the conversation, just posting memes and articles all day long. So definitely get there. Um, Instagram, I guess. Eh. We're on Mastodon, ITM Slaves, which is the kind of the no agenda uh page for those who weren't in on the original no agenda social i wasn't in the original 10,000, so i was able to get a mastodon page there though so go follow me there um all the different links are at the site rebunk.news another great way to support the show you guys is over at truth trs so you've heard me talk about it quite a bit truthtrs.com great sponsors of the show basically uh, it's a heavy metal detox spray spray like five times a day and it helps to absorb all the heavy metals and environmental toxins that have accumulated in your body and it helps flush them out so it's great for you know autoimmune conditions vaccine damage for kids pets totally safe extremely effective i've been using it for a while now and it's just i can't say enough positive good things about it so truthtrs.com to learn more about that and uh yeah if you guys like the show you know get the word out um, I don't think a lot of people know that there is a new show, new podcast in town. You know, a lot of old Truthzilla listeners, I don't know if they're aware that I moved on and started a, a new show. Um, speaking of that, I do address the Truthzilla thing, the big elephant in the room. I do talk about that here, uh, you know, maybe halfway through the episode for a while. So, uh, you know, check that out. But uh, also, you guys, just like five-star reviews, liking the show, sharing the show. That's how it's going to grow. I've already gotten strikes on YouTube, so I'm not even messing with those guys anymore. But... Uh, I may upload periodically or just do teaser trailers on YouTube, but for the most part, already this show is shadow banned and being censored. So make sure you tell people about it and uh, five star reviews and positive reviews or five star ratings and positive reviews on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you can. So, you guys, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Much love to all of you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Without further ado, here's Buffalo and Legs from False Reality Check. Life is made of experiences, conversations, and stories. You're not going to find these by laying back and letting Netflix, Hulu, and Disney program your reality. You gotta get out there and experience life for yourself. You gotta seek those experiences, join those conversations, and listen to those stories that tell a vision and Black Mirror devices 
don't want you to seek. Welcome to False Reality Check, a podcast where the only rule is you must be your real, authentic self. I'm Buffalo. And I'm Legs. Join our conversations as we learn about and break down the lies we've been sold. Laugh, cry, and think with us and our friends as we discuss how we can liberate ourselves from this false reality, one conversation at a time. Hey everybody, this is Buffalo Rambler. And this is Lakes. Hello, hello. We have a great episode for you guys today. We are inviting somebody on who came back on when it was the Truthzilla days. And he's here to bring his new episode, his new show to us and to do kind of like a swap cast, I guess we're going to do. But I like, I like this gentleman because he knows how to use a bullhorn at a protest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's why I like having him. He knows there. how to handle himself very well at a protest and speak his mind on what is really going on in the world. Yeah. And he just tells it like it is. And, and how to fantastically annoy the news broadcasters <laughs> trying to give you a distorted image of what's, ha- what's happening. <laughs> Let's For bring sure. him on. Scott Armstrong. Here you go. <laughs> Whoa, what's up guys that's so cool thank you first of all for having me on like this is so cool i love what you guys got going on man like this is it's just uh so been so cool to watch your journey and your show evolve and your intro is so amazing and i love i love the uh just the feel as as the guest like see i don't use Streamyard, but i'm, I'm like i've tried it a couple times but it just like it keeps not doing what i want it to do but uh your guys is like like as far as like a guest being brought into the experience with the theme music like that like that's so cool i got like it gets you in the mood and it's like okay i'm, I'm just uh really grateful to be on here with you guys really so cool we got to put oh, out yeah. the vibe somehow you know i love it i love it it's I, i'm kind of rethinking things now I'm like man i want to create maybe that experience for the guests you know as they come on the show kind of get them in the mood it's it's a good just from my perspective i gotta give you guys props for that that's cool that's awesome. But, Appreciate yeah. that. Thank you, man. Heck yeah. You know, it's funny. You mentioned the bullhorn thing. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do it lately and I'm kind of itching. It's kind of, it gets under your skin once you like, it's in my, it's in the backseat of my car. I have it literally sitting on the backseat of my car and I'm just waiting for an opportunity. And so, you gotta uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's in the card sometime in the near future, hopefully. But I had a situation. I was at, uh, I was at the gym recently. Well, I'll sort of back it up a little bit. So like I heard, uh, so Alex Jones put out a bounty and said, anybody that can interrupt a local news broadcast, you know, kind of like that one I did, like if you can get, if you can find like a local news broadcast or national news broadcast and you can interrupt them and just take over the the transmission and like just bullhorn them or something, we'll give you 5,000 bucks. And I was like hell bent on it. So I was like, Man, I was like trying to keep an eye on like where the local news was gonna be, and I just I I and <clears throat> I got a text alert uh, on my phone, and there was like some accident in like downtown Springfield, which is like the town next over. I'm like, oh, the news has got to be there, so I ran down there with my bullhorn. I'm just like walking around, like where are they at? Where are they at? But they never showed up. They never showed up. It was like a gas leak or something like that. But so, <clears throat> but anyway, so I was at the gym, and I'm getting, I'm just like you know doing my thing. And I look over, and like the local news guy is in there. He's like in the gym. And he's like setting up, he's setting up his camera and, and you can tell when the news 
broadcaster is about to go live versus doing a pre-recorded thing, right? Because when they're doing pre-recorded, they just go in and they do their thing and then they take off. But if they set up all their equipment and then they sit down and they start playing with their phone, they're, like, they're just waiting for the queue to go live. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, man, is this worth it? Like, I want to go grab my bullhorn right now and just like wait for him to go live and then just make a fool of myself for everybody. And then, <laughs> you know, but I ended up not, I, I, I opted into, I guess it's good. I opted for maintaining my standing at the gym and for as for overall health rather than getting kicked out after that so there you go because it's like the one gym in town that you they don't really police the mask thing so anyway so there you go so that's my most recent bullhorn story so i take take it wasn't a planet fitness (laughs) no it was not a planet fitness no they they I, I, I used to go there like before all this went down and i'd like and they, they kind of gradually tiptoed into being a little bit more totalitarian to the point where like for a while i was getting away with just wearing i had uh, i hate to admit this but i had this like little clear clear plastic like food service mask you know what i mean like that was how you got in the door of most places here in oregon back in 2020 but uh and then eventually that became no good so i'm like all right fine see you guys later so <laughs> And then, and then you just didn't get to go to the gym for like a year. Like it was just it was ridiculous. So it's crazy. And now yeah. everything is opening back up again in terms yeah. of no mandates. And it's like nothing ever happened. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like weary though. Like I've been saying a lot, like, man, you guys don't, don't get comfortable. Don't get cozy. This is the ratcheting effect, right? We've seen this before. Right. We've seen this before. We saw this back in like maybe around this time last year, they did let up. They let right. up only to just ratchet down even harder. So this is the part of the ratchet where it's like, click, 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 click. You know, it's coming back. But then, <laughs> so, you know, it's just to kind of, so that we we go back. We we kind of uh, disassemble. We kind of just disperse, you know, just disperse out into the public. And we just go back to doing what we were doing before. We don't form any opposition to what's coming next. And so, but again, when I say form opposition, I'm also going through this whole period right now where I'm just like, yeah, the bullhorn's great. Going to protests is, is fine and all that. But like the opposition piece, I'm like, you know, the best opposition that we can do and the best revolutionary acts we can do. And I'm really just like, this is where my head is at these days, like almost obsessively. And I'm feeling guilty that I'm not acting more in this regard. But it's like what you guys are doing, like exactly what you guys are doing is like literally the revolution, like literally just being like, you know what? There's no way we can fight this thing head on. We have to just pull back and build our own lives. You know what I mean? And so it's so cool to like, see what you guys are doing, honestly. Yeah. You got to disconnect. We, well, I mean, it was kind of lucky for us that the mandates came down at work. So we were, we were in the mode of, you know, we didn't even like doing our job to begin with. We didn't like it. We, we weren't happy. We weren't fulfilled. It didn't bring joy to us. And so when they basically gave us no option, they're like, even if you take your job, you have to get the shot anyways. So it's like, okay, well, now we're free because we can say what we want. We can do what we want. But it's, I mean, there, there's a struggle in kind of going out on your own because you, you're disconnecting. I mean, it's, we're like two hours from Costco. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like little conveniences that you're like, you take advantage of when you live near a city or like in a suburban area surrounding a city where you're maybe 20 minutes away from a big store that you can get whatever you want. Now it's a little harder. So we have to connect with people to get like milk and eggs and, and things like that. But we're on the path. We're, we're steadily going and we're, we're getting our chickens. They're going to come in April. So we're going to start, we're going to start doing that. Are you, are you kind of like on that path or is that, are you trying to like get out of the city and do all that stuff too? I'm on the path, man. Like it's, it's getting real for sure. So, um, yeah, I've already kind of 
<clears throat> so I'm here in Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, or any of the listeners that aren't really familiar, uh, but I'm going to be, uh, I'm actually moving. I've made up my mind. I'm taking off. I'm getting out of here. And uh, <clears throat> I just uh, got a truck for the move because my little Ford Taurus probably wasn't going to make it. And uh, after weighing all the different places and Idaho is definitely on the list, but I settled on Tennessee, you guys, I'm headed out, heading East. So there you I go. Like that. Nobody's picking Tennessee. That's well, that's, I think that's part of the deal, but it's so crazy because like I, there's so many other podcasters that are in Tennessee, like Ryan Christian, like him and I talked about it. And like, uh, he's just South of Nashville, I think. And like, um, like we even talked about like playing music together when I get out there, but there's so many other podcasters that, that, that are actually out there too. Like, uh, uh, Chris from abs in a six pack, uh, our friend Audis, who runs the Modern Retro Radio. Um, yeah, so I've already got a whole bunch of folks that, and, and then also the Freedom Cell, uh, Freedom Cell movement, right? I think we might have talked about that last yeah, time. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, like the the one in Chattanooga seems to be on fire, and I've already gotten in their Discord and kind of introduced myself and said, hey, guys, I'm coming. So <laughs> watch out. So awesome. And I, I, so this just developed as part of the plan. So I was actually going to leave like early April, but, um, Float Fest. You guys familiar with Float Fest? You know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Yeah, it was okay, in Texas so, last year, right? Yep, yep, yep. So they're doing the second annual Float Fest, which is the last weekend of April. And I'm just like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to put in a couple extra weeks at work, save up another paycheck, and then kind of just swing down through Texas on my way up. So I'm going to go stop by there for the, the big Float Fest. So I'm just going to make a whole thing out of it, you guys. So Nice. That's pretty cool. I, uh, yeah. I, I've never been to Tennessee. I know, I know Nashville is like the major center there but that's yeah. kind of on the you know towards the center of the country the mm-hmm. rest of the is pretty rural yeah. from what i hear are you planning on going like near the nashville area or are you no. trying to go like in the backwoods area i think chattanooga is where like in the chattanooga area um i think that's kind of where that freedom cell is that i kind of le- happened upon um and i think that's where i'm gonna go i'm kind of going just sight unseen um, there's definitely some factors that kind of helped me determine Tennessee out of everything. You know, I think uh, at first I was looking at like Texas, Florida. In fact, I was talking to a friend who lives in Florida and I was like, and you know, they were talking it up pretty good. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds great. And then kind of like, I looked at like the, I started learning about what the weather is like there. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's like in my mind, it's like sunny and tropical, but really it's just like muggy and humid. And like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know muggy humid storming every day and i'm like oh man i don't know about all that so anyway uh, before we jumped on i saw a picture i guess disney world in florida's flooded or something wow crazy anyways (laughs) i feel like well whatever they're gonna unleash they're gonna whatever they have in their arsenal as far as weather weapons like florida is definitely gonna be a major target (laughs) and then like it's like one highway in one highway out it's like i don't know man i think yeah, Florida. But see, that's the thing. It's like every the bad guys are going to be targeting Texas and Florida for whatever it is. You know, they're going to just like, <laughs> like um, if they could if they could make all the children transgender in Texas and Florida, that they will have accomplished their goals. Man, that's that's what they're spraying in the air right now. It's yeah. <laughs> the special the special transgender kid formula is what they're spraying over those oh places right now. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was barium. <laughs> barium and I mean whatever concoction. I think that they, that they're gonna. Yeah. So I don't know. So I feel like Tennessee's maybe a little less off the radar. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but still, they they uh, from what I was looking like, I think Idaho and Tennessee and I think Montana are just a handful that actually it's like against the law 
to have like vaccine mandates. You know, I think it's actually part written into law. So that's, that's huge. Um, a, another big factor for me was, uh, <clears throat> so I'm, you know, drug and alcohol counselor and I'm probably gonna, I love doing that. You know, honestly, it's just not available to me here. You know, I've, I've, I keep getting, it's funny. I keep getting emails from these recruiters from like indeed.com and everything. They're like, Hey, you should come work for us. I'm like, I've, like six months ago, I, I had a job offer from you guys. And then the question came up like, Hey, will you get the shot? I'm like, no. And then I never heard from you. So I, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so, but apparently my certification will like transfer pretty much straight across there. Um, like Texas, Florida, like I would actually have to go back to school and get a degree apparently to do the same thing I'm doing now. And so I just, and so, yeah, I would, I originally thought that like, you know, these more liberty minded places have more of a, like a laissez faire type approach and like not really as strict, but apparently they are a little more strict. Like Texas, I'd need like a bachelor's degree from what I've determined. I'm like, I'm oh. not quite there yet. Yeah. I'm, I was just like, literally just getting back on my feet when this whole <laughs> thing started back in 2020. <laughs> like, I was, so but, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, experience should count, not a degree Yeah, yeah. in a perfect yeah. world. Yeah. 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 So those are my factors. So anyway, I'm excited, you guys. Like, I'm just kind of yeah. like just putting my nose to the grindstone here and uh, the shop I'm working at there. Um, <clears throat> we had a big transition. We just uh, moved across town. And so now we're behind a couple weeks in production. And so they said just unlimited, like pretty much we're working like seven days a week right now. So I'm just stacking paychecks. And so I'm just just get trying to get through that. And then oof, it's going to be this new chapter. So wow. Yeah, yeah. I hope you document your trip across yeah. and uh, keep us updated because that that's I'd like to know what was going what's going on on your oh, trip. Definitely, that's a big part of the big part of the plan. Is uh, I got some like mobile recording equipment and I'm gonna make a whole like thing out of it here. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna that be awesome. cool. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. I've never, so, been, I've never been there. Always want to go. You need to send me pictures. And oh yeah, we need to go visit you, and you need to come visit us one of these days. <laughs> Probably, you know, I was thinking actually about swinging up through Portland. I wanted to go see Adam and Emily and them up there uh, on my way out of town, and then um, the folks from the uh, 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 Realities Are podcast. Um, I was gonna try and connect with them too, and then just say my goodbyes. And yeah, I'd be swinging through Idaho pretty much. That'd be cool. Like I'm thinking about doing like just kind of like a doot doot doot. I got. Might even try like see if Charlie, Charlie Robinson's available going through Denver or whatever. Like I don't know. Sick. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Let us know where you're at. I mean, if you're planning on coming down Southeast Idaho way, let us know for sure. Cool. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure where the road's gonna take me, but yeah, I'm 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 down with. It. And you, but you know, I'm looking at this too. I'm like, geez, man. Like <clears throat> just in the last week, like the gas prices, man. Like I don't know. Oh, maybe no. maybe by the end of May, it might be like ten bucks a gallon. I don't even know. I don't even know. Or by the end of April. Yeah. I just don't know. We just noticed the the jump yesterday when we had to go to the gas station. And it's been pretty fair for us here, like around 3.30, um, sometimes 3.20. But the other day, it jumped to 3.99. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. we're paying valley prices in the in the winter again, or during COVID, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> and California is like five, six dollars. Yeah. It's yep. like ridiculous. National price is four seventeen. Yeah. Today's the highest it's ever been in the yep. It's four sixty. It's four sixty. So I, I here's a funny story. So I was helping a friend. So I have another friend who's moving out with me out there. Um, we're kind of going 
separate paths. Like they, they've already left and they're kind of actually up in your guys' neck of the woods. But anyway, I was, uh, they kind of hired me to help clear out their house. And so did like a moving sale and then uh, like a Goodwill run. And then I rented a U-Haul to do like a junk run to the dump and all this stuff. And like, uh, so I had this big old U-Haul that I was, uh, driving last night and on my way to return it, you know how you have to like top it off, you know, put it on full before you yeah. return it. Right. So yeah. I pull into the gas station and I'm like, Oh, 449. Okay. That's cool. Uh, uh, man, I don't know. And then, um, I'm waiting in line. I'm literally waiting in line. The guy walks out and I hear them saying, Oh, the price went up. Huh? I'm like, what? And it's like, yeah, the guy's like with the little remote, like on the thing, like jacking the price up, like while I'm waiting in line, I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, and then it goes up to 460. And then by the time I get to the pump, it was four six. So it'd gone up like 11 cents just while I was waiting in line at the pump <laughs> right in front of me. I'm like, what? I got to fill up this damn tank, dude. Like, Oh God. So I was like, I was in line. I was in line. It should count. For the I, I know. That's what I said. Like a normal customer service type thing. I'm like, Hey, come on. I'm in line. I get the, I get the old price. Right. And it's like, dude, you got to take it up with the Saudis, man. Like I don't, even know. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow yeah. oh man yeah. are russia is that the whole thing because what i because i hear that they're you know there's sanctions they have russian sanctions blah blah blah, blah. but we're and they're put a ban on russian gas but we're still getting mm -hmm. gas through venezuela so yeah. that's the stupidest thing it's like you can buy russian gas but you have to buy it through venezuela and it's still coming to this country so it doesn't really matter but is that why is they're saying, are they saying that's it? Because it, it's probably inflation too. <laughs> totally. All of it, all of it, dude, all the geopolitical nonsense. And, and, and of course that's going to be the scapegoat. Like there's so many uh, different things that, that are factoring into it for sure. You know, and I can't, I don't really know hundred percent, but like, of course they're going to jump on this whole conflict to blame everything on like all the inflation, all the gas prices, you guys, it's all Russia's fault. It's all Russia's fault. Just hate Russia. As long as you hate Russia, everything's going to be okay. You know what I mean? Have you seen like all the Twitter people posting or like obviously bots? Like I've only seen the other people posting it, pointing it out as them being bots, but all the bots saying, well, I, I'd be more than happy to pay higher gas prices as long as we're protecting democracy and, and punishing Russia. And like all these, all these people, you know, coming out of the woodwork saying I would happily pay high gas prices." So I made a post. I said, what was it like? Well, I would happily pay higher soy prices just to infuriate all you people that all of a sudden care about <laughs> anyway whatever <laughs> all these soy boys i did see i did see a couple of tweets like that but it was funny i was on reddit earlier today just kind of yeah. scrolling through and i just look at the headlines you know i jumped in one and there was a comment that somebody was saying that exact thing was i will gladly pay eight dollars a gallon if it means we're teaching russia less yeah. everybody's responding to them like you're a fucking idiot if you yeah. think we're teaching russia any lessons right now yeah dude just uh <laughs> can't even just put your mask on go back to sleep just stay out of this stay out of this one like you're, you're, the, the grown-ups are talking here man oh, and man. then and, and then i heard a speech it was uh that pete Buttigieg guy right the transportation secretary or whatever and he's saying that like don't worry guys we got this under control we're gonna we're gonna get five billion dollars and we're gonna install a bunch of electric car charging stations don't worry we got this oh, handled no. <laughs> it's like oh man you just you just don't you just don't get it okay all right that's fine wow that's fine yeah. he's gonna come in save the day and then announce his uh running for office president mm -hmm. presidential election i am so tired of electric cars can <laughs> i just say that we saw one tesla yeah. yesterday one and i was like that's enough maybe we need to leave the state now because they're oh here. damn that's funny oh my god the teslas are starting to move in that's what i saw a meme recently it was like uh 
it was like a big diesel powered truck hauling like a gas generator to charge this electric car that had broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> nice. Like, yes, that's that's the future, baby. Like I said, wow. the future is retarded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I think that's what the caption was. Like the future is retarded, everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You thought you were gonna have flying cars. Hate to break oh it to you. <laughs> no, it, is, it is so bizarre what is going on. And just uh I was watching, I forgot what podcast I was watching the other day, and he was kind of going through the news and uh posts on Instagram and Twitter, and uh I guess there was one picture of some Ukrainian supermodel and she had a rifle and she was all like geared mm. up and she was gonna go fight Putin. And Upon closer examination of the rifle, it's an airsoft rifle, and yeah. it's just little things like that, the wooden guns and all that. Mm -hmm. It's so in our face, and um, it's kind of like, what game are they playing? You know, yeah. it's, it's so bizarre. I mean, do they do they really think we're that stupid? <laughs> I think they. I think they really do. I think they really do. And as long as they have a segment of the population, you know, under the spell. And then those who haven't figured it out, those who figured it out, they can just call them crazy conspiracy theorists, and then it's fine. And it's like you're like our opinions don't count. Like we're we're we've been unpersoned, you know what I mean? And so we can go talk, and, and literally you can even show it to people. You can be like, look, they're using paper cutout guns. Look, they're like cardboard, and people will be like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know. And maybe that is part of the intention behind it too, is just to make it so absurd and ridiculous. Like even on the subconscious level, because people see those newscasts and they, they subconsciously at least register, like those aren't even real guns. And like, it's just this all just one big psychological manipulation. That's all it is. That's all it right. is. You yeah. know, they've, they've studied this so extensively. Like they, they know exactly what they're doing. I think like, it, it, I don't even know if it's, it's stupidity. I was just looking at this, article um it's called your listeners and viewers can look it up it's on uh, sciencedirect.com and it's oh wait hold on no uh yeah it is okay yeah sciencedirect.com and the headlines an actual like study from yale university apparently it says the title is persuasive messaging to increase covid19 vaccine uptake intentions so it's basically just a behavioral psychological uh experiment that they did back in 2020 well they released it back in 2020 where they're basically trying to figure out the messaging to how to convince large groups of people to take the vaccine you know and it's uh i stumbled across this i remember like talking about it back when it first came out but it was more uh some of the reporting today being that you know there's all this information of course like from the blaze so take it with a grain of salt of course or whatever but talking about how you know, the government has spent a billion dollars giving these private news agencies, you know, CNN, Fox News, across the board, uh, you know, money for pro-vaccine messaging, right? So basically the, the propaganda campaign and not just public relations, you know, because they say that, like, that's a separate fund from, like, the ad council, right? They do their public PR stuff, but this is this is separate, like, bribe money. Like, hey, you better talk good about the, vac the vaccine or you're going to be in trouble. So... That explains a lot of like, and then so then that that led to this this messaging, and then just basically using the, you know, th this is a very very deliberate targeted thing, all of it, man, in in your face, and it's interesting. Some of these like are just crazy. It says like I'll just read some of here. It says so some of the 
uh, levers that they're trying to manipulate us with is like self-interest. So stopping COVID-19 is important because it reduces the risk that you could get sick and die. Of course, community interest, it's important because it reduces the risk to members of your family and community. And then they add, they take the community interest and they add different components. Guilt, <laughs> you will feel guilty if you don't get vaccinated. Embarrassment, imagine how embarrassed and ashamed you will be if you chose not to get vaccinated. Anger, and then not bravery. <laughs> like, look at all these soldiers and firefighters. They're putting their lives on the line. That's bravery. People who refuse to get vaccinated when there is a vaccine available because they don't think they will get sick or aren't worried about it aren't brave. They are reckless. And so it's like, they study these things, man. They what know. Yeah. Whole, uh, the whole guilt trip. The good mm-hmm. old guilt trip. Yeah, yeah, that is. Guilt plus shame. Yes. Yeah. Guilt yeah. plus shame, embarrassment, like social outcasts. Like they just tap into like what they know or just these primal human vulnerabilities, you know, like they, they, they've identified what our vulnerabilities are and then just exploiting them to the max for all these agendas, you know, and, and same thing with the Ukraine stuff, man. Like they just, it's, it's. It's just blatant. I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, I just want to thank President Putin, you know, for for ending yeah. the war on yes, COVID. Exactly. Now we have a new war to focus on. And I, exactly. I don't know about you, Scott, but I stand with Ukraine for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. We all, we all stand with Ukraine, of course. Yes, yes, yes. I can I kneel for Ukraine? Is that was that like like that's just oh yeah that's that was, just like that psyops on top of psyops. Can I kneel? Does that, does that, you have to kneel for Ukraine, but it can't, it has to be on a white guy, not a black. Okay. 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 Yes, yes, yes. I see. That's the funny thing is like, okay, so this is funny. I was talking to a friend. Sometimes I write down ideas to do on the show and stuff like that. And I wrote this down like like two weeks ago. And then of course, and I was like, I got to get this on the air before somebody steals this joke. It's the best one. Like, why are these guys freaking out about this war? It's, it's all there. It's white people killing white people. This is like the greatest thing that's ever happened. Right. They should be. They should be like, yes, this is this is great. Anyway, and then of course I saw like the Babylon Bee do some headline about it. Like, damn it, of course, the jokes the joke writes itself. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's so funny. What a clown world! Oh yeah, my God. The, for the first time in eighty years, we're finally just killing white people. It's great, <laughs> man. That's, just, that's all they. That's all they wanted in the end, you know. Exactly. Whole, like George Floyd thing. That was when was the George Floyd thing? So COVID started, and then George Floyd was right after that. Right? I'm losing track. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that was uh, that was yeah. May 25th. That was May 25th. Okay, so it was like, It was like COVID, then George Floyd, and it was okay to burn shit down. Mm-hmm. Then if you're a Republican, it wasn't okay to burn shit down. Mm-hmm. And now it's still it's still okay to kill white people, though, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. Very yeah. much encouraged. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. You know, yeah. I, I gotta keep my I gotta I gotta do that checklist and like mm-hmm. you know if I was a a black trans Muslim woman I would be the most oppressed right yeah exactly and what handicapped too <laughs> yep. yeah you could probably get a pretty nice position on a board of some corporation for sure at, at well, I would be the next Supreme Court judge so yeah exactly 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 <laughs> yeah it's like oh man I don't know it's just all so cliche it's like here we are just 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 talking it up. It's like, okay, yeah, I thought we were at a place where we weren't going to judge each other on the color of our skin, but that, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it can drive you crazy if you just keep focused on it, but it seems like you're on your way to um, taking ownership of your path and your journey and taking a chance and going East and seeking a better life. That's, you're on your way for sure. And all this stuff is just going to be background noise. 
Oh yeah, totally, totally. You know, I I, I was just kind of thinking too, man. Like it's gonna be kind of weird when the COVID thing goes away. I kind of feel like the bad guys, where it's like, it's like, what am I gonna talk about on the show, man? Like, I don't want. I've, I've like grown this like this this like affinity for just talking about the madness of COVID, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna miss that. It's like well, early on in the whole thing, like Tim Dillon had this great. And I'm I'm on kind of I don't know about Tim Dillon very much these days. I stopped I stopped paying for his Patreon a while back just because he went like full pro vaccine or whatever. But I was like, oh. uh, did he really? He just like, and I can tell maybe he's kind of sarcastic, but he took the vaccine and then he's just like very much like blue pilled on it. And I'm just like, oh, kind of breaks my heart. I don't know whether that's intentional or not. I'm starting to like like the a lot of these sacred cows are just being slaughtered along the way you know what i mean i'm like oh god like people that you really like i really was like you know look up to these folks in a lot of ways and it's just like oh god really you know we've all had that experience our favorite musician or this or that you know it's like ah oh. the tim dylan it's like you know he can talk forever about like the franklin scandal or 9-11 and he's like you know super awake to all this stuff and then like he's just totally blue pill on the vaccine thing i'm like all right buddy whatever but anyway he's had he's like one of the best jokes in this whole thing like very early on he's like man why can't we just go back to the days of 9-11 like i miss the 9-11 days dude 9-11 was so amazing compared to this you know what i mean like i'm just like yeah it's kind of true it's kind of true and it's like with the covid thing i'm like man i'm already starting to kind of like kind of miss like i miss fauci a little bit like where did he go fauci oh man i really <laughs> I haven't seen you in like two weeks, man. Are we not friends anymore? What's going on? Like, it's horrible. They made a they made a spotlight for Fauci, like the bat signal only on just as AIDS. Oh my god! Oh, that's so good. I'm gonna have to remember that. We'll have, that'll be like the episode thumbnail. <laughs> that's great. Uh, the, the AIDS signal. Get the age signal, <laughs> man. But oh, but then man. but then if we're following along that continuum, it's like whatever's coming next is going to make us. Even Klaus said it. Mister Schwab even said it. He's like, whatever's coming next is going to make. I said that's kind of a Russian accent, but whatever. Whatever is coming next is going to make COVID seem like a nice dream, a beautiful dream. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh my god. I'm hoping he's talking about himself because we're going to come after him. I I think so, man. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. At what point do we start like advocating to holding these people accountable? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Kinda, he's not a government official. He doesn't have any amnesty. Like, oh, I don't know. I know that. Uh, have you seen any of that? Uh, oh, what's that guy's Reiner Fulmick in Germany. They're doing like a mock grand jury thing. Have you guys seen that at all? No, no. What's going on? So he's a lawyer, uh, just a super sharp guy. And they've just kind of put together this whole symposium of all these experts, like all like the Robert Malone's, Dr. McCullough, like Whitney That's Webb, right, yeah. like all of them. They're all coming and doing like expert testimony, like doing like this mock grand jury type thing to like kind of demonstrate to hand to the world. Hey, you guys, like this is what this is the, the formula or the blueprint of how we need to do something like this. And then it's up to like maybe some government somewhere in the world to take it up. And I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I need to go back and like look into more of it, but I've seen some clips of it and it is pretty impressive. And like all the people that are involved in it are just like super top notch next level. But uh, it's like the Nuremberg 2.0, like grand jury kind of template basically. So it's wow. like, yeah. 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 I, I have heard of that. Heard of that. I've seen, um, I haven't seen videos of it, but I've seen like little thumbnails 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think John Paul Rice actually sent us something about it. Nice. Um, but yeah, we I've been meaning to check that out. That's interesting that they're doing that. And it's in Germany, you said? Well, I know he's in Germany. I'm not sure exactly the venue okay. that they're doing it, but yeah. Um, but definitely something something to put our little bit of hope into, you know, like I just uh I don't know, it's all just all coming apart. And 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 you know, I don't see how they can get away with it. And right. how we're gonna let them but you know, it's just so amazing. They just it's like the it's like a cat with a freaking, you know red red light thing uh laser pointer it's just yeah. like it's just on to the next thing they're already just on to the next thing like right. i don't even know man i mean they make it seem that way and i think people are pissed off yeah, <laughs> Those, yeah. yeah for sure people are pissed off um yeah. you sent a video earlier to somewhere on telegram about um some guy confronted the governor of nevada <laughs> i was just gonna talk about oh that. really like in a restaurant some guy like literally walked up to him and he's like hey you're you're a sisolak right and he's like yeah and the guy like go, like we're gonna take a he's selfie and he's like yeah, he's, all he's like you're a giant piece of shit i just want to <laughs> let you know that you're a piece of shit and you're you're a, you're a traitor to this country yeah, and like all that. he went off on the guy and there ended up wow. like two dudes walking him out he's like you don't wow. have your security with you he's what's like, wrong with what's you what's wrong with you you got a lot of balls you got, or something. A, you got the biggest balls coming in here yeah, yeah i'm like you should just beat the shit out of him like <laughs> what was he gonna do what's he gonna do like yeah. seriously if if that if that's what it takes these people can't leave their house then they'll feel what it was like to make us stay in our house. If I you agree. Come to your house, then you'll know. Then that's they'll great. Know. <laughs> that's great. I say like uh, so like Adam Curry on No Agenda. He's been saying we need to like shave their heads, strip them naked, march them to the street. I'm like that. That'd be good. No physical harm. Shame. But but shame. Oh, just like just like a just a horrible shaming ritual. That would just be. That would be very pleasing. If That'd you could good. throw one item at these people being shamed, what would it be? Ooh, how about? Oh gosh, let's see. I don't know. I gotta something, think about that one. Yeah, I gotta think about it too. I'm trying to think of something ironic here. I don't know. I think I'm, I would fill mine with lemon juice or something, and just put a bunch Ooh. of spices in it, like a, a water balloon. With okay. spices and just launch right at their face. So yeah. this is something I have to throw with my own hand. I can't like throw with a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not quite the satisfaction. I'll uh, throw feces then. Feces, feces. I'll throw a microphone. This microphone. Not my microphone. No, no, no. Throw a microphone. Bang. Throw your Bing. megaphone. Yes. Oh, the megaphone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just hit him with a with a direct energy weapon right out of the mouth of the freaking microphone, dude. Just burn. <laughs> There you go. Doing that shit. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> they, they use their they use their mouth oh, yeah. to, to do the sound. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I'm 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 hoping for something, but but at the same time, you know, I was just talking, I talked to I did an episode with Adam last week and we were talking about this too. You know, I just I feel like I don't know, kind of the, the the duality just like the two choices that's been presented to us you know like like for me it was like i was listening to my buddy alex jones right whatever and like he was saying like we only have two options it's either we fight or we lean or we roll over or we take it and i'm like well we can like there's a third option right and nobody ever talks about the third option about the getting out unplugging and building like getting involved with freedom cells and like growing your food and getting chickens man and like just making it so that it doesn't matter what they do 
I just, I'm just like, that's just where my head is at, man. And I'm just, uh, I'm willing to do something bold and drastic to, to make it happen. And not to say that I couldn't do that here, like this last couple of years, like I really got involved with the freedom cell movement and I just really put my heart and soul into that and really got deeply involved with it. And then just kind of, there was a lot of, a lot of ways it just didn't, it wasn't being reciprocated, I guess. And it's just like, I don't know, maybe I just need to go somewhere where they're already really, really doing it. You know what I mean? And so I just, uh, right. And I, and I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's just on me. I mean, it's always on me. You know what I mean? I can't like blame others, but I just, I just got this, I don't know, man. I feel like I've did my due diligence. I did everything that I possibly physically could in that regard. And I just, I don't know. So I'm going to try it somewhere else, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you got the experience you needed here where mm-hmm. you are right now. So you can move on, take those skills, go East, yeah. hook up with the freedom cells there. And you'll, you're going to, you're going to do great. You'll yeah. Be fine. yeah. And um, yeah, don't, be so hard on yourself in terms of you feel like you're abandoning where your current situation, you know, you're moving on. It's going to be, it's going to work out. Like, where does your heart tell you? Does your heart tell you to go East? Do you feel right? Just follow what your heart's saying and it'll work out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I, I have a feeling that this is going to work out for you because it seems like for you, Scott, and right now for everybody, this is a time when everybody's finding their tribe mm-hmm. and, and growing and growing and they're finding their place in the tribe. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, not all of us can, you know, grow f- fruit and vegetables. Not all of us can raise livestock, but some of us are really good at keeping order of things and keeping organized. So we have to find the tribe that our skill set balances their skill set. And if you feel like, going that way and meeting up with their freedom cells so far, like with all the experience you've had so far, just linking up with them, mm-hmm. that's the right move to go because certain places, at least I'm not trying to talk shit about California, but I'm going to talk shit about California. That's fine. Yeah. If, if I, I tried freedom cells, I, I looked up freedom cells over there. It, it was all like just Trump stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like whatever, that's fine. You can vote for whoever you want, but that's not what freedom is about. Like <laughs> freedom is about, fuck all these people we're going to yeah. do our own thing yep. and, and and so if you're going to find a place like that that balances you out and everybody kind of takes care of each other that's the best way to, that's what we tried to find by coming up here yeah yeah totally are you guys finding community up there are you guys uh networking and yeah, yeah. building building your own little cells yeah slowly but surely yeah. the, the winter has definitely slowed things down for yeah. us but uh with spring coming up yeah we're ready we're getting um our our business together and the licenses are coming in so we can start connecting more with people. But it's, you know, when we first started talking and you were mentioning how, yeah, we don't have the little conveniences Mm -hmm. anymore, but it it forces us to um, cook our own meals, connect with people. The past two years we've, we were just stuck in our homes, couldn't even go to work, you know, connect with coworkers, even though we, didn't like it. We still needed some kind of social socialization, mm-hmm. even going to the market too. And here it's like people will look you in the eye. They're not afraid to have a conversation with you. And so it, it definitely forces us to get break out of our shell and connect and make that community. Yeah. And uh, that's what happens when you take a chance and just go for it. So you'll probably be put in that same situation, which is awesome. You're going to yeah. really grow. 
you know, totally. it's a different type of environment for you as well. Or what are you looking forward to when you get there? Uh, well, okay. So then another big piece of it too. And I was again, talking with this about, or I was talking about this with Adam. Um, you know, it's, it's like here, you guys know what the counseling thing, like I'm in recovery and like just being involved in that whole community has just been such a huge part of my life. And then that's just been literally like taken for me here. It's not, I mean, there's, there's a few good meetings that are, you know, like 12 step related meetings that are, that are out here still. Uh, but, but for the most part, like 90% of like the people that I considered family and friends, you know, back then, like, it's just gone. You know what I mean? Like they, they hate me <laughs> you know, just because, just because I don't, I go to a meeting and I don't wear a mask and then it turns into a big issue. And then I'm just like, well, I'm just fucking leaving then. You know what I mean? Like that, that type of stuff. Like that's happened multiple times, even recently. And, uh, and it's just like, okay, fine. And I, I, and so that's a huge piece of my life that I feel like is missing right now. And I know that it's, uh, out there like i've already looked at all like the meeting itineraries and they've got all kinds of that stuff going on so really on both fronts you know just going in and getting plugged in with the folks that are there on both like the recovery side and in like the the freedom liberty movement side um and musically too i'm like right by memphis and nashville like the music capital of the world you know what i mean like i wasn't a band up until that all fell apart too it's just like all you know what I mean? And because we, we got, we did pretty good. We made it up until about September, 2021, but obviously bands had a little bit different, uh, like myself and maybe one other guy kind of, he was like halfway there, but the other two, no, no, no. Like they were there. like the, uh, like they wouldn't even let me mention them on, on the show. Like they didn't want to be associated with the show at all. So they didn't, uh, didn't allow me to promote the music or anything. I'm like, you guys, I got a built in audience. Like we put, we came out with a CD and like, I can literally like put this, out to our listeners and like sell like a thousand out like you know, i don't know i don't know you know what i mean and they're like no 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 we don't want a bunch of white supremacists listening to our music i'm like okay buddy all right you know what i mean like they thought that that's who i was like hanging out with <laughs> it's just like <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah they think that's who my audience is, is a bunch of white supremacists and stuff it's like <laughs> dude you gotta be kidding me really so but we were able to make it up until about, and I, I'll respect them still. I think they're still going and it's great music too, which is the damn shame, dude. Like maybe I'll send you guys some on an individual base. Cause it's good, good music, but yeah, you have, you have sent us some. I did send you some. Okay. That's right. That's right. Very good. I will yeah. say. I'm yeah. really impressed. So I'm really looking forward to getting involved. Maybe with some more music, musical stuff out there. I've been writing songs. I've got some songs I'm writing right now. So it's just like, awesome. it's all, it's, it's all good, man. It's all happening. Um, so, you know, it's all good stuff. And it's like, you know, it's just on the, on the topic of just like attachments falling away here. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll just mention it. Cause it is kind of like a big elephant in the room here. You know, here I am like, you know, five episodes in, I haven't even addressed anything related to Truthzilla or anything like that. So maybe I'll just kind of just say something on the record here. Uh, and it's like, you know, what I've been, the way I've been kind of phrasing it is just like, you know, the band broke up, man. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. And these things happen. Uh, you know, we've all experienced, you know, our favorite band breaking up, like whatever. And it's just kind of what happened, man. And it's just like, I got nothing but love and respect for Ed and Megan. It just, we kind of got to a point where it's like, we, we, we kind of had different visions for where the show wanted to go. And like, it just kind of like, we weren't able to move forward at the point we were at. And so it just kind of it was just kind of like, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> and, and, but I, I couldn't sit back and just 
not do it. And so I had to just start this new show. You know, I couldn't just sit back and just like not continue on. But uh, man, I tell you, it was like the most difficult, like for like two weeks there, man, I was just like in a world of hurt, man. It was so bad. I was like, like, imagine like the worst, like, and it wasn't like a breakup breakup. It was, but I, I, but it felt like a break. It felt like just like everything that like, like I just literally poured my heart and soul into that project. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it almost to the point where like, that was like my identity period. Like that was the only thing that like, and for that to be gone, like that's some very, you know, that, that was some very earth shattering stuff. It's like the, the thing that you have attached yourself to so much is just not there anymore. It's like, Oh my God, like I couldn't even imagine a world without that. I can't even imagine functioning. Like how, how did this even happen? And then, and so, you know, and so that, that forced me to take action on this new project, you know, rebunked. So all of you guys listening, rebunk.news for all the links for the new show, you know, we're already, we're, we're, we're on a heck of a streak here, but that's pretty much it. You know, I, I, I'm just very, I'm very proud of what we were able to accomplish. And, and I think, uh, Ed and Megan, I hear, are going to maybe continue the show on at some point. Uh, you know, I kind of left them with the with the franchise and all that. You know what I mean? And just like I just decided to kind of go venture off and do my own thing. But um, for the most part, you know, it's just I'm really happy for this amazing the amazing body of work that we were able to accomplish and all the things that we were able to achieve. It's really amazing. Like I don't even know. Like it's 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 been by far the most profound and energizing and just uplifting thing that I've ever been involved with hundred percent. And I'm just like hoping to maybe carry that forward with this new project, you know, and I met some of the most amazing people ever, and I don't want to ever diminish the work and I don't want to ever diminish the show Truthzilla. Like I think it's, I'm just very, very proud of everything that we did, but it's just like, unfortunately it just came to a point where it's like, I just, it yeah. couldn't, it couldn't go on as it was. And, and, and so really there was only one choice to be made and, and, that my resistance to that one choice was what was kind of just keeping it uh, kind of stagnant for a while there. So it's like, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's just like, I just want to just to come across and just say that, you know, I just like, you know, love and Ed and Megan a lot and I just wish them the best with everything. You know, it's just, it's just tough. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, of for course. Sure. Yeah. Much love and respect to all three of you guys. Yeah. Like, uh, you did great work and, we all go through our growth phase, mm -hmm. you know, in this journey here in this realm and they will, they will go through their growth phase. They are, probably are going through it right now and you are totally going through it and uh, just keep, keep at it. You know? Yeah. 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 I'll always, I'll always love Truthzilla. I mean, I, I got, I got you guys' merch, you know, yeah. like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love the show. I, I hope they continue on. I, I'm glad you're continuing on. I've, I'm glad you kind of filled in the gap there because I was wondering myself, but I, I'm glad that good is coming from it. You're still going out there and you're still preaching. You're still talking the truth. What gave you the idea for naming it Rebunk? Because it's a really cool title. I'm not going to lie. I really like it. So okay. we that idea. Well, uh, obviously I was kicking around just even, I didn't even know, like I thought about just doing like a whole show about like recovery and kind of like with the, in the Sam Tripoli episode, like recovery and red pills. I feel like there's this huge overlap between, you know, like people getting sober and then people, you know, getting red pilled. Like there's the, the parallels are just amazing. It's just like almost every single facet of it is uh, there's, there's, there's a parallel and I've been kind of like brainstorming. Maybe I'll write a book someday about it or something. You know what I mean? Like just, just coming up. Cause it's literally every single component 
And I thought about just doing a whole show based on that. And it's so weird too, that so many like podcasters, like truth seeking or whatever conspiracy podcasters are in recovery too. And I don't know what that is. There's something weird about that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that would, that would be a good angle to explore. But it's something that's, I think it wants, I want to make that be like a kind of recurring underlying theme of it, maybe a little bit, but. Yeah. And in turn, it could help you with your sobriety. Yeah, yeah totally. But go ahead. I like, I do like that idea. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, as we say, you only keep what you have by giving it away. So by just continuing to talk about it and explore it and maybe offering other people, just putting it out there so other people can maybe get something out of it. That's, that's what it's all about. Literally is just like, you know, giving it to others, you know, helping others find recovery. It's such a huge piece of it. So, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's also a result of, you know, people waking up once you wake up, once you are further along in your truth seeking journey, you always arrive at a place where you, you realize, man, I have to like take my life in my own hands. I have to like focus on my health. I have to start like, you know, doing all these things. It's just like everybody gets to that point. Right. And you look back at what, what you used to eat and how you used to live and what you used to watch before. You're just like, Oh my God, that's horrific. Like, you know, you, so that's just the natural progression of things. And so I think just, getting clean is like just part of part of that, you know, for people who have a problem with it, you know, you know, people can, uh, I, I don't have any problem with people, you know, using like, you know, psychedelics or smoking weed or just drinking. Like if you can handle it, dude, great. But there's just some people I think are just programmed differently. And I'm just happy to be one of those people. I'm just like, can't do it. So, so, you know, just, just part of the rebunked idea is that, you know, as we're seeing so many things that were once considered debunked oh that's been debunked right and now here we are fast forward two years later and they're like well actually that's true so so what do we call that uh rebunked i say we call it rebunked so now we're just <laughs> it's been rebunked oh you tried to debunk me uh anyway so so that's kind of where that came from so anyway so so rebunked we're, we're just kind of like i want to have like the highlighting of the things as the narrative collapses we're just going to be highlighting all the things that along the way, but I don't know, who knows? You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to put it into a box either. You know, I don't want it to be, it's only this or only that. You know what I mean? I just, I want to keep talking to awesome people. That's what it is. That's what it is right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That like, we, we had the same issue with this show. We were like, well, okay, what format should we put it in? Should it be like, mm -hmm. oh, should we do this on this day? What day should we release our thing? And now we've come to the conclusion that like, we're going to release episodes when we feel like it, when mm -hmm. we have, Something to release when we have something to say, we're going to release it. When we have good conversations, that's going to be a show. You know, it's it's pretty simple. And the more real we are, the more people mm -hmm. seem to respond to us. So it seems like that that works out pretty good. I I liked the title a lot when I saw that you sent us the the first episode on the Telegram, and I was like, I was like rebunked. I was like, that's a damn good title. I really like that title. <laughs> and when you when you kind of explain it that way, I, I totally like it. But I like to refer to those things as uh, I've, I've heard somebody else refer to them as true spiracies, like conspiracies. That true. Uh, what's your favorite over the past, like couple of years, obviously from COVID what's your favorite <laughs> so far that's come true. <laughs> oh man. I just, I, I love watching them. The, well, maybe it's not a good way of approaching it, but I, I, I do get some satisfaction out of them trying to gaslight the public in their, delivery of the fact that oh yeah it actually is true like that lena win lady where she's like 
Well, of course, masks don't, I mean, don't do anything like you could. Yeah, it's one way masking, how they come up with these new terms to just like like one way masking. As long as you have your mask on, it doesn't matter if other people are wearing their mask. And they say it all matter of factly, like that's been the truth the whole time. It's like, bitch, we just went through this two years and you're just going to say it like that. You're just going to say it like, well, of course, you just did this one way masking. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, cloth mask. It's just facial decoration. So maybe it's not the healthiest way. It's like I, I get some satisfaction out of that as much as it irks me. It's like, okay. And, and, and so maybe that's a good way to help other people see just the absolute insanity of it. You know, I don't know. I had a friend reach out to me just, man, yesterday or the day before. And uh, someone who, you know, one of the folks that I was really close with, a really good friend. And uh, after all this went down... I remember right in the beginning of 2020, we started talking because they, they knew that I was, you know, into conspiracies and all that stuff. Like, what do you think this is? I'm like, well, uh, it's going to be mandated vaccines. It's going to be like, this is the new world order. Like, this is the new world order right here. Remember the new world order stuff we used to talk about? Like, this is it. It was like right after they shut down sports. Right. And I remember that. I was like, pretty much this time, like we're coming up on the two year anniversary here in a few days. Right. But I remember when they, sh when they shut down all sports, I was like, oh this is it. This is the big one right here. <laughs> and, and, and so me and this person had had that conversation and I remember I was at their house and they're like, what? Cause they were, they were kind of like scared. Like, Oh, what is this? I'm like, I don't know what it is, but this is, this, these are the things, you know, like anyway. And, and, and then we lost touch cause they, I think they went the opposite direction and kind of, and they had some other things granted going on in their lives. So I can't, you know, anyway, uh, but reached out to me and just said, the other day, just like, oh, man, I'm so sorry that things kind of like, you know, I put a lot of differences get between us. You know, I still love you. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, no, it's great. And we're going to we're gonna meet up next week just to kind of like have get together, get some coffee or something. But, you know, at the same time, uh, I, I don't know what that's a result of. Is that a result of, you know, the narrative collapsing? Did they see some bit of information that that made them change their mind? Um, is it now permissible to allow anti-vaxxers back into your life? Like, are they being, is the messaging that they're receiving that, oh, it's okay. Those people that you told not to come to Christmas for the last two years, it's okay. You can allow them back in now. Like, is there, are they receiving that message somewhere? Are there memes floating around? Like I try to, I love going in and looking at their memes because their memes are ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but are they, is there like a meme that, that went around? That's like, oh, anti-vaxxer lives matter or something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Are they starting to say that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I think it's like part of the narrative collapsing personally. I think that's what's mm -hmm. going on just because, and we kind of experienced it ourselves. Everybody has to kind of come to this conclusion on their own. They have to have their quote unquote red pill moment or mm -hmm. the moment where they realize like everything they believed or everything they thought they believed that they were supporting is actually a lie. And they're uh, a useful idiot for supporting it. And I think it happened in, in our family, um, when we, we had to go back to California, there was a death in the family. Mm. But prior to, the, prior to that death, someone was in the hospital, somebody in your family who was uh, vaccinated, was very pro-vaccine, would get in arguments with family members. He was double-vaxxed, boosted. They didn't allow him in the hospital. And I think at that moment for him, that was his red pill moment. And he realized what the fuck was all this stuff for then? If I can't even go in and see my dad in the hospital, why am I double vax and boosted? 
what's the point mm-hmm. and then it it has to be like that but for every single person that's why we don't see it come in waves we don't see it we're like everybody's awake and everybody just knows everything's fake it has to literally happen on that like individual basis everybody's life so that person that you're talking to something probably like that happened to them maybe a week or so or maybe a month prior and then they finally clicked in their head you know i was an i was an asshole to scott I should reach back out to him <laughs> and let him know that I'm sorry for being an asshole, basically. Because I think that's what's going on. It's part of the narrative collapsing, especially with masks, especially with the vaccine. Clearly, that doesn't work. It's all just bullshit. And now the Ukraine thing, I'm seeing I'm seeing the narrative collapse on that, obviously, because mm-hmm. it started and everybody's with, I'm with Ukraine. And now they're realizing the videos are all fake and there is actually no Russian military walking around in the streets. There's literally only Ukrainian military walking around picking on Ukrainians. So it's it's ridiculous. It has to be little things like that. It, it can't be like we're we're the front. We're the forefront. We are the front in terms of knowledge and giving that out there so that other people can disseminate it. But it has to be those little situations like that. So we can't force it on people. We can't just make them come to these conclusions, I think. Although maybe if we put LSD in the water, that might help. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'd vote for that. That's like the same thing. Like I was talking about, like the overlaps between, you know, addiction and blue pilled people. It's like, you can never walk up to an alcoholic and be like, you might want to stop drinking. Like there's no way to like rationalize with somebody who's deep in their addiction or the alcoholism and be like, Hey, maybe you should stop drinking. They have to come to that conclusion themselves, right? You know, it's like something that that has to be brought about by their own. They have to hit a bottom, right? As we say, or they have to just, you know, something has to happen that triggers the decision and the motivation within themselves to do it. You know, so it's like same thing with same thing. Yeah, you can't red pill somebody until they're ready to be red pilled, right? Or like James Corbett says, one of my favorite quotes is that you can't wake somebody up that's pretending to be asleep. Somebody who has intentionally put up blinders or intentionally whatever created the situation where they're, they're, they're just not willing to be receptive to new information. You know, they have to be willing to seek it themselves. Right. That's true. So, I mean, that's how it was for most of us. I'm sure yeah. something hit us and then we started looking into it and then looking deeper and deeper. And now we're 70 miles down the rabbit hole and we're looking up and seeing a little pinpoint of light going, Oh shit, we used to be back there. Yeah. And it's, it's totally changed the way I've thought of things, especially the last couple of years with all this, BS happening. It's made my spirituality personally grow. And I know that you you come from it from a sobriety kind of perspective, but has your spirituality changed, especially over those last two years during all of this? Uh, I would say, to be honest with you, I feel like I've kind of regressed overall in that regard. You know, I feel like I've kind of, uh, because for a while there, you know, part of, part of, recovery like part of the 12 steps is is like you know a a prayer and like meditation type practice you know what i mean and that's like built into it and uh i've kind of deviated from that i was doing really good for a while there uh and and i do have my own ways of meditating and probably not the traditional sit down and just kind of you know what i mean type of meditation you know exercise playing the guitar those are big things for me um but i've I've kind of just really like i've made myself so busy that I just don't allow myself any time to do that. And I feel it. I feel it. And I feel it. I know what that feels like to be in that place where you're very tuned in and you're, you're very, you have like a, a, a practice, right? You know, I know what that feels like. And uh, it's, it's, I, and I know 
it's like one of those things in life where it's like, I know what I need to do to feel better, but I just haven't quite decided to take the action to do it, you know? Um, and so as far as that goes, I feel like I've kind of like regressed a little bit, but, uh, I think opening up my mind and, and just seeing the spiritual nature of just reality in and of itself from different angles and talking to different people and hearing their perspectives on it. You know, I think I've widened my, my understanding of what this realm is all about, but as far as like making a conscious, deliberate effort of tapping into it and maybe, um, elevating or gaining some sort of perspective, I, I feel like I have a lot more to achieve, but isn't that the nature of it anyway? Like you never, there's no finish line. And there's no right or wrong answer. So exactly. I don't know. It's it's different. It's different. But I do, there are times where I do feel uncomfortable and that's maybe a sign that I need to take different steps. Maybe. I mean, it's good to get uncomfortable mm. sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like for you, your, your creativity um, with music is going to be your outlet. And mm. that's something you should definitely explore more. I mean, I don't know how, many um hours or minutes a day you spend writing music but that is something and we all need to be creative in some kind of way mm -hmm. every day and kind of go back to um that childlike mindset because that's why not i mean it's it's so much fun and we deserve to have fun and right. it shouldn't be so serious all the time so keep up with uh, your music writing and um it's it's gonna be it'll be a good outlet for you i feel like yeah and, oh, I, yeah, and I don't like, I know you you throw yourself into work, but that I feel like is a form of meditation for you, Scott, because I, mm -hmm. to me, when you're working, like you're in a flow state. Like I, I see you, even when you're doing the show right now, like you're in the flow right now. And so I see that. And to me, that is the meditative state. Yeah. Putting yourself in that state is meditative, whether or not you're actually doing something. Like I feel like people could build roofs and meditate at the same time. If you oh, really, totally, you know? totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the job I'm doing right now is very meditative. Literally, we're just sanding and polishing countertops. Like we just, it's like a countertop fabrication shop. And so it is just like that. And I just get to listen to headphones all day. So I'm listening to audiobooks and podcasts pretty much 10 hours a day. You know what I mean? It's pretty intense. So, so I'm getting some good downloads. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, and so, yeah. And then, and then doing, doing like the, the counseling work too, you know, I really, I feel very drawn to that in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? Like, but, but also at the same time, like the, the recovery community, it allows me to do that, not get paid, like just doing it just because it's the right thing to do, you know, helping other people along in their journey. You know what I mean? But doing it professionally, I, I, I love it too. Talk about the flow state. Like when you get into like, when you make a connection with somebody who's like really struggling or something, or if you're actually able to affect change in some way, like offering somebody a little, just a little nugget of something that they can take and use in their life. And, and like, for me, like, I'm like in the recovery community. And so like, it's a, it's a, it's a trip. I remember when I was my very first attempt at getting sober way back in the day, I did some inpatient treatment. And then like, I would go to meetings because I had to go to meetings. Right. And then like my counselor was like at the meetings, I was like, "Whoa, that's a trip. Like, he's actually like, he's actually doing it too. Like that was kind of very, very inspiring. So I try to be that guy. Like I'm very involved in the recovery community. You know, I have like all these service positions and stuff like that. And like, like well, did I actually quit them because they wouldn't let me in without a mask. So whatever. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, I like to be that where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there as a professional on one hand, but then they see me out in the community, just like wearing shorts and a t-shirt, like 
doing doing the deal also you know what i mean like that's super important to kind of do and then so i see a lot of these folks that i was working with like two years ago and they're still clean they're still sober and they're still kicking ass dude and I, fucking there's nothing like that and then being and making that connection with somebody man and just knowing that i just had a little bit i'm not taking any credit at all but man i know that like i i connected with that person and i hope that maybe there was just a little piece that and then some of them are doing big things like it's amazing you know and so that that's i miss that so i'm gonna go try and reconnect with that flow state for sure <laughs> Yeah, there's there's been something said about breaking up groups, support groups like this, um, especially like uh, church groups too. We we've had family members in our family that were very involved involved in church, and then when COVID happened, they couldn't be involved. They didn't they couldn't do any meetings. People couldn't be gathered together and mm-hmm. things like that. And their their quality of life suffered as a result of them not. Oh yeah participating in the groups that they enjoyed participating in. And some of these were recovery groups. Some of these were just church groups, like spiritual groups. And it's, it's like the untold amounts of, of harm that have been done, not to mention the suicides, not to mention the financial burdens on everybody. But these are the stories that we all, we often overlook and we don't think about. There's somebody who I'm going to hook you up with when we, when we get done, but He's one of our friends, very nice guy named Snake Jones, who um, he is uh, also in recovery. He lives like in the middle of the woods, like in Missouri. He's like the nicest wow. guy in the world. And I actually am part of a, a support group that he he kind of helps manage. Uh, nice. I'll, I'll work with them too. But it's, Great. it's really good to like have a, a system, especially of like other men to just talk to. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, I'm going through it right now. This is what's happening. Blah, 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 and everybody can just kind of share. But he he approaches it from a very esoteric spiritual kind of level. And I love the way nice. maybe, maybe you can have a good conversation with him, but I'll link That'd you guys. Great. Totally yeah. man. Please do. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're right, man. There's no, you know, there's no statistics out there for like those types of cases, you know, the person that, you know, decided to go back out or, you know, go back to using or, you know, just all the family drama that, or trauma that doesn't, you know, rise to the surface. It just, you know, kept secret, you know, all the abuse that goes on behind closed doors. And like, you know, here they shut down all the meetings and like, you know, there's, there was probably that one addict alcoholic that was probably like, you know, having a rough day and went to the, go to that one, but finally worked up the courage to go to that one meeting that they always knew was there, you know, it's been there for 20 years and like the door's locked when they get there. And it's like, you know, you don't get those statistics and they end up, who knows, you know, like, it's just, it's just, it, this has just been, and I've seen it, man. I've seen it very firsthand. A lot of folks with a lot of clean time, a lot of sobriety going back out. Uh, I, I know personally people that have committed suicide and it's just like, it's, it's, it's been the most devastating thing for like the recovery community, not only the harm and, and the folks who uh, succumbed to it, but also you know, just the community itself at once, like we had the best thriving community. Like we, we, we had all these campouts and picnics and just, Oh my gosh. Like it was like such an awesome, vibrant recovery community, just hundreds of people coming together, dude. And, and it just poof, just gone, you know, you know, part of the, part of the thing is that they have like some of these principles that have been around since it all formed back in the twenties, you know what I mean? Saying like, you know, as long as you stick to these principles, everything will be okay. And like, they just, all those went out the window. It's literally just went out the window and then sure enough, it all just kind of fell apart. And I'm hoping, you know, I don't think it's like that everywhere. Just in this particular community in Eugene, it's just 
awful. You know, I do have friends that I've stayed close with and I have a sponsor who I'm still close with and all that stuff. So I do have like support, but like as a community, as a whole, like what we used to have, what we used to share and what made it so appealing, you know, to, to people who are just trying, cause when you're trying to get clean, like you, most of the time you're not there because you want to be, there's a lot of external pressures that are there. And then before you'd show up and you see like this huge vibrant community of people doing these awesome, fun, amazing things. And now it's just like <sighs> brutal, you know, there's all these people just sitting around in mass, just like all, no, I'm going to go get high. Screw this. <laughs> uh, so oh, anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm lucky enough. I've never dealt with it, but you've, you've had family members that have dealt with it. You've had to deal with it on that kind of, you know, reciprocating side. Yeah. And it's, um, after, you know, getting together with her and it had me experiencing some of it, then I kind of realized like how, how much that community really does help you when you stick to it, when you stick to it. But, but a lot of times, there are people that don't need it. Like I know like Adam, you were talking about Adam, like yeah. he started in it, but then he's not, he's not yeah. in it anymore because he, yeah. he feels like he's, he's fine now. He just knows what he needs to do and he sticks to yeah. that. And there's a lot totally. of folks like that, but there's a lot of folks that need that community. And I feel like hopefully with some of the mandates and everything kind of peeling back, maybe some of the groups will come back together, but who knows yeah. if people are going to want to join. Cause they're going to be like, no, they were assholes about mass. I'm not going to go sit with them. You know, it's, it's very much like that. Like, like right now there's kind of like two factions, like there are maskless meetings going on, but it's still kind of like, I don't know, you know, I, I, I could, but, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's just, I'm ready for, ready for something different, but you're right. You're right. I could easily stay here and make it work. But, you know, again, as all these attachments have fallen away, I feel like, I feel like I owe it to myself, man. I've always lived in Oregon. It's like, you know what, man? I'm like, I, I have no, there's now zero attachments here. And it's just like, I just, I owe it to myself, man. I owe it to myself to go try something new at this point. You know, yeah. I think it's going to be a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. I'm excited to see it. You need to, you need, I hope you can oh, yeah. like video some of it. Like I would oh, yeah. to see you I'm, put together a documentary or something about it. I will. I will. You got it. I'm doing live. I'll be doing like live streams all the way across and just like hitting some highlights and then float fest for sure. They're going to have like a whole podcast like area for you to go and do your podcasting. So, and I know like Tripoli is going to be there and, and, and a few other folks and just hanging out with all the, yeah, it's going to be great. So yeah. exciting. it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's float fest, floatfest.com. If anybody out there is listening and wants to get in on the action, check it out. So what, what are your, um, hopes for this upcoming year your goals um mm. any predictions for what's going to happen in this crazy um, world well my hopes are to just connect with uh you know like-minded people in a new place doing doing big things and hopefully do more move more towards what you guys are doing you know what i mean like just just developing self-sufficiency skills and getting involved with you know in a smaller local community with good people like that's that's the goal um predictions well let's see uh one of the things that i've been kind of like pondering it's like i kind of want to pull a george soros and i want to go buy up a bunch of rubles right or like like that's the old rothschild move is you just collapse uh collapse a country and then you go buy up all their currency super cheap right and then maybe prop them back up somehow i think that that's a good move i need to figure out how to exchange my dollars for rubles that's probably a good move at least a little bit, you know, instead of like buying Bitcoin, like maybe put like a thousand bucks on rubles, 
That'd be a good investment. I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> a thousand bucks for, for that's probably like a million rubles. Or something. I know, dude, buy a million rubles. And then it goes back to like, and then, right. So like the petrodollar may be collapsing. Like we may not, no longer have like the world reserve currency. And it may, may after the dust settles, the ruble might be the world reserve currency. And then you got your million rubles. I don't know, man. It might be a good move or it might be throwing it all away. I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. I'm part of me. is another bummer is like, I got all this like emergency food here that like, I've, I'm, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be able to take it with me. I can't pack all of it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to have to like probably give it away. But I like, I feel like that's the move. Like anybody, every, everybody listening, man, like you should have like 90 days worth of food, like easily, like if not like a year, you know, cause but they keep saying it's that cyber attack thing, man. The cyber attack, the cyber attack is going to bring things down, right? Like, I feel like that is hopefully not, but I feel like out of all the moves, they're positioning themselves for that or some sort of, and I keep saying they, they keep positioning themselves for this stupid false flag that's going to really bring the boot down, <clears throat> you know, something, something to de- further demonize. Like, they've got the stage set, the anti-vaxxers, you know, the, the, the domestic terrorists, like, they, all they need is one big spark on on the tinder and then the whole thing just erupts and then they can justify full clampdown right taking all of our assets seizing our bank accounts like it's already happening you know it's already happening around the world so don't tell me they don't want it here so i don't know just like food man food security is going to be probably the big one like you've heard have you heard the whole thing about the fertilizer shortage from russia so Mm -hmm. russia russia is apparently one of the major exporters of fertilizer to the Western, uh, to Western countries. And so that's going to be cut off. And so they're anticipating like by next year, you know, having not had a very bountiful growing season, you know, the food scarcity, food shortages, especially in like third world countries, I guess is going to be severely impacted. So it's like the deliberate collapse. It's the deliberate collapse, man. We're just, we're just witnessing it in real time. And it's like, I was having this moment at work earlier and I was like thinking about like, like, are we going to be able to recognize the collapse when it, when it's happened, when it happens, is it going to be just a poof, this instantaneous thing, or is literally the price of gas going up a dollar in a week? Like, is this the collapse? Or are we just, what, is this like the slow boiling of the pot? Like at what point are we going to realize, Oh, this is the collapse. I need to know. I need to go. I, I don't know. I'm picturing like, like I, <laughs> I, I remember I was like, uh, Oh yeah. So it was at work a couple weeks ago like all the lights went off in the shop, like like power went off. And I'm like, Oh shit, is this it? Oh my God. Like, is this, the, is this, is that what it's going to look like? Is it just, the lights just going to go off? Is it like every time, like earlier, actually earlier today, I was driving home and like my, my, the podcast I was listening to dropped off and I looked at my phone and like, there was no signal. I'm like, is this the collapse? Oh my God. You know, like every time, every time something like this happens, it's like, is this it? Is this it? It's horrible, like living like that. You know what I mean? But it's like, are we going to know? Is it going to be like a triggering event? Or at what point, like, do we have to like set lines or we have to be like, okay. So when the dollar per gallon gas gets over $6, then I'll know that that's the, co- the collapse is officially happening. Or, right. or, or if, if like some other country invades some other country, is that, is that the point that the collapse is happening? Like, I, I don't know. Like if America gets pulled into this war, like, is that, officially the collapse time like I, I, don't know. I don't know i don't know i hope um if the power does go out the entire grid does go out 
that it's at night and it's a clear night because that sky oh, is incredible. Dude, <laughs> that's it. I love that. Actually, that's really good. That's a really good way to look at it. So when the collapse happens, I'm going to be out counting the stars. Right. That sounds great. But no, it's uh, it's it's so much fear and so much uncertainty. Yeah. You can definitely get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I sometimes find myself getting a little lost and like, oh, we need to get this right now. We need to get we need to get our truck right now before uh, the money's not worth anything anymore. We need to buy gold, like all this stuff. But just got to do one thing at a time and take it just moment by moment, enjoying every single thing because that's out of our hands right now. We can't, yeah. we can't go crazy thinking about how we're, we're going to handle it. Yeah. Have some, have some foresight and uh, prepare for it, but just remember to stay in the moment and enjoy the little things because yeah. uh, that's all we can do. That's totally. all we can do right now. Yeah. And, and buy guns and ammo. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I totally I, I I love this that's such a great perspective because like this whole time like out of out of all this madness like you guys have built this amazing you know not only this awesome show but this community like I'm in your guys's telegram chat and it's so cool having that little community you guys have this like little niche community of people that are just all on the level like exchanging ideas and just all this cool stuff man that are trying to do the same thing and uh you know that's a beautiful awesome amazingly powerful thing that's been born out of all this madness you know what i mean and so there's so there is so much good to be extracted out of it i try to stay focused on that stuff absolutely but but you know like you were saying i had this thought too recently i was like because i just got myself a truck right i in prepare to prepare for this move so i financed this truck like a 2013 tacoma so it's not like brand new truck but it's brand new to me it's great. I've never owned a vehicle like this nice or like I've never had a truck. I'm super stoked. You know what I mean? But now a part of me is kind of hoping for the collapse. So I don't have to pay the rest. Of it. <laughs> it's like, so <laughs> lesson, lesson learned everybody. If you want to be excited about the collapse, the imminent collapse, go max out your credit cards and buy a bunch of ammo and guns and just take out some shitty loans. Hell and, yeah. you'll, and you'll be like, you'll be sitting there waiting and be like, come on, come on. Like, 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 don't, don't nuke here, but nuke somewhere, please. Come on, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Just max out all your cards right now. Open yes. up all the lines of credit that you can. Get yeah. your credit score. Just jack up that credit score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like, it's like the, the lights go out. I'm like, oh shit, do I need to go max out my credit card right now? Okay, yeah. doing it right now. <laughs> all my cell service is down. <laughs> I'm going to go finance a house. Let's do it. Let's get some land right now. <laughs> shit. You're like, oh, I lost my signal. I better go buy 10,000 rounds. Yes, exactly. 100%. 100%. The oh lights are flickering. The lights are flickering. I'm like, okay, I need a new 50 caliber right now. Right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the other, all this um, uh, anti-Russia stuff makes us want to buy Russian guns. And we were. <laughs> we were oh, yeah. At, um, what were we looking at the other We were night? looking at Makarovs. Makarovs. Makarovs, dude. And, uh, there's some sick, just original, like, first edition that you can find but of course they're super expensive like force still new in box from the soviet era whoa that's awesome fucking awesome but use your use your credit cards on that for sure yeah totally totally collectible collectible russian (laughs) artillery definitely definitely will be uh ironic in 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 what's about to come (laughs) yeah (laughs) as we're fighting off the hordes of chinese and russians climbing over the hills with our 
know, Kalishnikovs and Makarovs. That'd be hilarious. Like, <laughs> all right. I told I told her the other day. I was like, at this point, if Russia invades America, I'm going to be waving a Russian flag, going, "Thanks for saving us from the federal government." <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, you've been liberated. Liberate. Yeah. Yeah. So now like one of you needs to start learning Mandarin Chinese and the other one needs to start learning Russian and you guys will be good to go. All right. <laughs> All right okay, I'll get Russian because the alphabet is somewhat Western. You can oh, do the man. other one. <laughs> like, I can't do that. Mandarin is too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about. I just, uh, it, it I don't know. I don't know. And, and it was so sad to see like, and uh, I don't know. I mean, but that, but that's the whole point. That's again, that's the whole point. Like you guys have done this amazing, huge thing for yourselves. Like you've moved out of California, you know, you're in this beautiful, awesome place that's somewhat insulated from the Biden regime, right. Or the, or the, the people that are in charge. Um, and just, just keep, keep going, keep going on the path that you're doing you're going on you know what i mean like like the whole idea being that like whatever they do it shouldn't impact us like we should hopefully be to the point where we built community to the point where it's like whatever they pull you know we can be self-sufficient like that's my goal 100 percent is to make it so that i mean i'm never i'm not gonna be living off grid you know what i mean like that's not gonna happen i've been listening to some survival you know, preparedness type shows. And they say like, they do this like full time and they built a whole community around it. And it's just like, this is their life. And they're, they're like still like 70% reliant on the grid, you know, cause you still have to go to town and get this and that and get your gas and pay taxes and all that stuff. Right. So it's like the illusion of being completely removed from that is kind of uh, not very realistic. You know what I mean? Like to a, like, it would be hard to be a hundred percent off grid you know what i mean like that's like the whole nother level maybe something we could thrive for but but still at the same time there are ways to have this insulated community built up to the point where you know we don't have to rely as much or 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 when they clamp down or they say these things like you can't do this unless you're vaccinated it's like well screw you i don't even care like <laughs> doesn't matter it doesn't impact me at all you know and, and uh a lot of us have been forced into that situation, you know, like all three of us here, it sounds like, you know, we're all kind of forced into this new paradigm, but you know, this is the only way to be, I mean, this is it, man. I don't want to be involved in, in all that, man. No, it's, it's better to be this way. And I know it would be a dream to like have a, a, a community of like podcasters living on like five years yes. and like everybody has their own little house, but they meet together to like, run the community i'm gonna be and i'm gonna be honest if if everybody got together and they did something like that and you had guns yeah nobody's making you pay taxes at that point i'm just totally gonna- <laughs> totally i i heard uh gosh what was it, the most recent episode of tinfoil hat it was uh my maria and then the other guy on there i can't remember what his name was but he said he was trying to do something like that, build like a little 500 acre, like podcaster community or something. I, I've been meaning to, I wanted to, I, I can't remember if he said specifically a podcaster community, but that was kind of the first impression I got of what he said at the end of the episode. But I was like, Ooh, I got to look into that. So anyway, that would be so cool, man. It would just be like, uh, it would just be like this factory, just like this creativity factory, man. That would be so rad. We'd make like, start making like little movies and stuff. Like I feel like so much could be done with like the, the the synergy of all of us like getting together man that'd be so cool so one of us needs to like break it like get like rogan level somebody somebody in this community come on now no no 
No, 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 no one needs to get that big. No control that. Okay, okay. So, so, so one of us needs to get like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no. Where's all the Bitcoin folks? Come on now. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Like, help help the podcasting community. Buy us some land, dude. Anyway, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, it's not even, you know, I think it's, it's uh, you know, we all got into this for, for just wanting to, like, we couldn't just sit back and let this happen, right? We had to do something. And now here we are. It's so crazy. It's so crazy, this this journey. I don't even know. Yeah. And it's just, no. let's just keep working on ourselves and yes. uh, continuing our journeys and growing. And it, it will make a difference. We'll make yeah. it, we'll continue to make a difference in everyone's lives. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys are definitely making a difference. I mean, I guarantee like you're just, you're, you're, you're doing, you know, you're showing how it can be done. You know, just, just that, just that, I think that just being paralyzed and trapped in that place of just wanting to do something, but not actually taking the steps to do it. I can just hundred percent relate to that. I've talked about it multiple times and just in this conversation about areas of my life where that's the case. And then I look to guys like you and Adam and, and Emily and, the, and then the people that are actually doing it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm taking a piece of that and trying to, you know, incorporate that into my life. It's like, okay, damn it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it too. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's like, so you guys, you know, I look up to you guys. Like that's, that's, that's a big piece of, you know, that little, maybe that that courage that I needed to make the decision. I'm still not there yet. I, I think I have a plan, but you know, now I'm just, it's a matter of executing. Right. Right. Just do it. Just go Just for it. it. I'm you ready. Have, it seems like you have plenty of support back east where you're headed. Yeah. I mean, you got us. You have other yeah. people in this community that are, that will whatever whatever you need. You know. So just totally. go right. for it and um, be that oh, yeah. example. Be that totally. example, and everything will fall into place. The net will appear. Yes, sure. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> awesome well i didn't warn you about this earlier but i figured song choices i don't know if you would oh, be that's right sharing um i don't know what you're into what you're listening to right now um mm-hmm. you wanted to share some of what you're writing that would be that would be pretty cool but oh totally, man i don't even have my guitar i don't have my guitar with me right now well it's in the other room i mean i could yeah no We'll save that. We'll save that. I'll I'll debut that. I'll actually make a recording. And I want to put it out like properly. Flow test. Flow test. Something. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, the song that has just been tr- just uh, uh just going nonstop in my head. I just can't get it out. I've been listening to it constantly. It's uh, "Don't Look Back in Anger" by Oasis. Like it's just it's just I heard it on the radio or something the other day, like a, two weeks ago, and I just cannot escape it. It, it has consumed me. <laughs> sure. So it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Those songs, sometimes you get those songs that just, you got to keep listening to over and over. Yep. And, yep. and then I've learned how to play it. And so I've been like tinkering around with different, different ways of trying to find a key that I can sing in. Like, I'm not, I'm not a singer. That's the part that like, ugh. but that's okay. I heard someone describe it recently. Like, like just sing authentically. You don't have to sing in the right pitch. Just sing authentically. And yeah, some of the like, some of the more notable performers can't sing like they just sing authentically, you know. Yeah, Bob Dylan can sing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he totally. like this when he talks and he does yeah. just see, just do it like that. <laughs> yeah. So work in progress. So anyway, that's awesome, Scott. We're, yeah. we're we're super excited for you and the new journey that you're taking head on. And um, 
you are an example to us for sure. And yeah. we just, we wish you all the best and cool. um, we appreciate you and coming on. And uh, I, I, I'm hoping that you can end this conversation with a white pill and maybe of course, letting our listeners know about where they can find rebunked and anything else that's going on um, that you got that you're working on. And yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So white pill, I would say solutions. I think that's, that's one of the best things that I, I really want to focus more on the show. Yeah. It's great to talk about, you know, the lizard people and, and, you know, Antarctica and all that stuff. I love doing all that, dude. I love it. But I feel like right now the world needs solutions and I'm looking for solutions. You know, I've been here, the place I'm at right now, working with this guy, we're uh, developing uh, rocket stoves. Um, which is basically an off-grid heating type apparatus is what we're working on. And uh, the idea being is that uh going to take that and try to give it to the world. So after I leave my job, we're going to spend a couple of weeks making like a video documentary of like how this whole system works. We've got it all functioning out back, like the whole system works. And it's basically going to be able to heat, uh, you know, it's going to provide hot water, heat rooms, hot tub and greenhouses um just using like rocket stove stuff so we're gonna bring that to the world and make like a like an instruction manual and a video to go along with that so more will be revealed as far as that goes like we're about ready to kind of debut that i've been working with him like he's been giving me like free room and board here in exchange as like work trade helping him develop this so that's been kind of like my project on the side and we've got this whole we built this whole thing and it's pretty awesome so more will be revealed with that but I think that solutions, solutions is the the, the secret to, uh, you know, if you're feeling black pill, if you're feeling, feeling down, if you're feeling hopeless, if you're feeling scared, just understand that, you know, you can just start taking action just in small different ways, you know, like reaching out, like finding community is such a huge part of that, such a huge part of that, you know, whether it's through freedom cells or just going to the false reality check telegram because there's people in there talking solutions all day long you know um stuff like that so finding community go to freedomcells.org just look to see if there's one in your community and if there's one that is all trump people then start your own start your own and just be like this is a you know non-political group about this or that you know what i mean like so there there are ways to break out of that like fear matrix that they want to keep us trapped in and then just by and you'll automatically once you start taking action and start doing things like you're gonna like i've personally like i i am taking action you know i got the truck i'm like down like i've just i've been donating stuff i've been selling stuff on craigslist like just trying to downsize to what i can fit in the truck and that's it you know what i mean i'm like taking action and it's motivating it's like i don't care let it all happen dude i'm i'm, I'm taking action and and that's all i can do like you said i can't fret and worry i just have to be in the solution really you know whether that's recovery or preparedness or whatever it is as long as i'm in solution in the solution i'll be all right so everybody out there just uh just know that, that we're going to get through this together, together. Wow. Awesome. Well said. Okay. There you go. And then uh, as far as rebunk goes, so it's a new show, you guys. So um, this will be episode five, a little swap cast action. Like one of the first, actually, when I first started Truezilla, I, I, I private messaged Sam Tripoli and I asked him, Hey man, I'm just starting this new show. Like what, what do I need to know as a podcaster? Right. You know what I mean? And he said, uh, the two things are, come up with a good name and then do swap casts with other shows. That's it. And so like, just, just reach out to other shows and just present it like, Hey, why don't we do a swap cast where we each put it out on our individual, on, on each of our platforms? And I'm like, ah, that's a great idea. So 
this is like advice from Tripoli. So honestly, like you guys are a, a pretty well-established show at this point. And now I'm, I'm like, I've got like, and so now you're helping me out. You guys are helping me like get established. So oh, I appreciate no. that so much, man. <laughs> so cool. So yeah, you guys, so rebunk.news is the website. That's where you find all the links to the video platforms right now. We're on Rockfin. Rockfin again is going to be the main home. We're just going to be going hard on Rockfin, uh, are on rumble bit shoot and odyssey. And, uh, I, I, I got a strike on my second episode on YouTube, so I'm not even going to really put much effort into that. So I'm just like, well, they took the Sam Tripoli episode down. Of course, it's crazy. Yeah, the Ryan Christian episode from Last, Ver- Last American Vagabond is still up. And we went hard on that episode, like how the vaccine is causing AIDS and all this stuff. But no, they took the one about recovery down from Sam Tripoli. Wow. So, yeah, so anyway, they whatever. They got it out for Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. So... So, uh, and then we're on all podcast players. And then if you go to the website, rebunk.news, you'll see all the different social medias. We're on, uh, Mastodon and, and, uh, Telegram. Telegram's the, 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 the meme drop page and you can comment. So like, and I'm in there chatting with folks. So it's kind of different than you You guys just have a straight chat group. I just have one where I just like dump information and stuff, but you can still chat within the comments and stuff. So I don't know which format is, I, I, I like your guys' format. I might just do one like that as well. But anyway, rebunk.news for all the links. That's it. How about you guys? So I know since this is going on my end too, let the folks know where they can find you. For sure. Well, everybody can find us on, on Rockfin as well. Rockfin.com slash false reality check, or just check the website out. False reality That's got our RSS feed that has all our links to Spotify, Apple music, Google podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Yes. yes. And uh, like you said, we're on telegram. Um, T.me slash false reality check. We do a lot of updates on there. Just posting daily stuff that we're doing. Um, random conversations and solutions um what else shoot us an email frcpodcast at protonmail.com i don't know and then uh frc pod on twitter and instagram oh yeah yeah so, but we're I, pretty active on telegram telegram like, telegram where it's at and uh, of awesome. course email too but yeah awesome you guys have other shows that you do too though right we do right. uh, yeah it's like every every sunday one of us will have a show. So my show is called Awaken Slaves. It kind of focuses yeah, yeah. on um, more like a pragmatic solutions and then also masculinity and men, men's issues in your show. And is- my show is called Vacation Forever. And I don't, I'm, I don't really have like a set format. I'm kind of doing solutions, doing um, what's like the latest deep dive I'm into. Um how to make homemade deodorant, how to make <laughs> bread, how to, um, what's the sky look like right now. Um, if you want to learn about random bird fact, like just r- weird stuff that I'm into, it's kind of, uh, what that show's about. Yeah. Um, they're both premium on Rockfin. Though. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's great, dude. I love that. That's so awesome. And we are, I don't know if you want to mention the panel. Oh yeah. We actually have a panel coming up. We're going to be recording it tomorrow it so the panel is going to feature adam and emily from deborah gets red pilled um lanny and chud from into mm-hmm. into the apocalypse uh, chud and then um the world as it is today is uh, lanny and and chud's show mm-hmm. and then we are also getting moral bob uh on there and his wife might join yeah i think so and uh he's hidden in plain sight that's his show so and adam also the other adam oh yes from, yeah um, adam from um god his show is i i remember his show cover because i love his cover i know <laughs> i'm totally spacing right now adam please well, don't it's uh it oh his show is um trust the silenced 
There you okay. Go. Okay. Nice. There you go. There you go. So we have two Adams. So two Adams and Emily, a Lanny and a John. <laughs> and immortal bob and kaylee and legs will be there i'll be there and our first episode is just going to be to introduce everybody where we're at what shows we make and and what we're about but the whole purpose of this panel is solutions based we're not talking about conspiracy we're not talking about any of that black pill stuff we're simply going to talk about what to do today what you can do right now to cause a solution in your life and then maybe that'll give you know, do like a ripple effect and you'll get into canning more and preserving food and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, guys. That's so great. Love it. Sweet. So, yeah, a lot of things going on for both of us, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's touch base soon. Uh, I'd love to hear how your guys' journey is going. I'll definitely keep you posted as things develop on my end, too. Definitely, Scott. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys so much. Appreciate you. It's been great. Yeah. Till next time. Peace. 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 Thank you for listening to the False Reality Check podcast. There's many ways to support us, but please subscribe to us on Rockfin. Yes, Rockfin is only $9.99 per month or $99 a year, and you get our premium content, our live streams, and other great content from the free thinking community, MMA, um, comedy, so much good stuff on there. And you can uh, throw us a couple of dollars for tip if you'd like. Yes, please. We would love that. You can also find us and all of our content on falserealitycheck.com. You can find our podcasts at anywhere podcasts are found, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or again, go to our website, falserealitycheck.com for our RSS feed. Yes, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at FRCPod. And we're at Gab and Float at False Reality Check. But don't feel like you got to reach out to us there. You can also reach out to us through email at frcpodcast at protonmail.com. We tried our best to answer and read all of our emails from fans. And we love you guys for reaching out to us. Yes. Thank you, listeners. And keep listening. Definitely. Check us all also out. You can reach out to us on Telegram. We're also on Telegram at uh, False Reality Check. Yes. I think that's it. Alrighty. Until next time. Peace.